0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Tory. And today we're doing some awards here. We're doing our award picks for the season. We got MVP, Breakout, Bounce Back, Deep Sleeper, Unexpected, Bust. We do this every year and... We've had some success. Last year, I didn't do so well. Jeff did very well last year with his picks. I think he went like McCaffrey and um, the breakout was Delvin Cook. And yeah, it was just all down the line. It was pretty good, solid picks. Mine, not so great, but hey, you don't, I'm not going to hit hit on them all. So we'll see what we got this year. But before we jump into that, we'll do that just a second. We want to let everyone know, Thursday night, we're going to do a mock, or actually not even a mock anymore. We're going to make this, let's make this a league. This is going to be a league, Jeff. We're actually run this thing. We're doing an auction draft Thursday night that we're going to record for the podcast. So what it's going to be, we're going to do 10 teams, $200 budget, but we want the listeners to get in on this with me and Jeff. So we have eight spots available and to get one of those spots, this is how you do it. Go review us on iTunes, give us a five-star review and then also Go to youtube.com slash profit. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, which we will have that episode on YouTube. Do both of those things. Send us the screenshots with the proof. You'll be entered to get a chance to get in that league with us. I believe we're probably going to shoot for, I would say, what, 930? 930? Does that sound good, Jeff? We'll do that. 930. Yeah, sure. That works. <laughs> 930 Eastern time on Thursday night. We're going to do that. It'll be fun do an auction draft and see how it goes. And we'll do it, you know, on, on the air as we get going on
1: that one. So, yeah. Uh, and if, uh, if I was going to say, if Max Z 81 from YouTube is out there listening, yeah. uh, this is directly because of your comment and we thought, Oh, it would actually be a great one to do an auction mock draft. And then Craig was like, well, let's just do it for real. So yep. Max Z 81, thanks for commenting. And it was a great idea. Yeah.
0: And if um, you're good to if you want in on this thing, you're gonna do it maybe you should go check out rube sheets rube we sponsored our last episode they will also sponsor our auction draft episode but maybe you go check them out and I, I mean their 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 cheat sheets and stuff are awesome to put together numbers and shoot i just used it jeff in um our uh for our main keeper auction league that's coming out we have we have this sunday i already inputted all the numbers in there so i have a head start on the whole league which i guess you're you you're not even showing up to the draft you have no money
1: so <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm starting pretty far down, and I I kept McCaffrey, and I'm I'm willing to eat uh, eat that cost because I think he's that good.
0: That's a lot of money eighty one dollars out of a two hundred (laughs) dollar budget.
1: Yeah, buddy, I had to make
0: moves. I had to make moves. Essentially, you could say he's like a hundred and twenty one of your budget, really.
1: Yeah, it was a big it was a big play, but no, I'm I'm going to go for it. I think I can find value other places. So let's put it to the test. Why not? We'll see.
0: All right, let's jump into this thing. We're gonna go with our awards, and you know what? We're just gonna start it out. We'll start it out big, Jeff. Let's just do the big award right away. I want to. I want to get to MVP.
1: Yeah, so, let's. Uh, I'll just. I'll start, and yeah. we already mentioned him. I. I'm two years in a row. I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey. I went last year. I was, I believe I was correct, and yeah. um, I, I don't think anything is changing, uh, for him. I think he is going to. I mean, last year I think it was half PPR. He outscored the second best running back, who was Aaron Jones, by a uh, hundred. Fantasy points almost. I mean, he was an absolute beast. I think they're going to need him for Teddy Bridgewater. I think they're going to keep feeding him the ball. I don't think enough has changed in order to make me go somewhere else. There's a few other guys that I really like, obviously. But I, I think Christian McCaffrey, second-year run.
0: I can't go wrong with it. I, you know, It's a good pick. And I had a feeling you're going to go McCaffrey, so I went somewhere else. <laughs> and, you know, I actually do believe in this guy, so I'm going to go with mine. It's going to be Joe Mixon. I'm a a big Joe Mixon guy. And the reason is, is I believe he's truly a great running back. And I've been able to get him in the second round of drafts a lot of times. His ranking to me is a little lower than it should. Maybe some of that was the uncertainty of the contract situation, which is now settled. Good okay, to so go. Are
1: you worried? Does that help you that he got his extension? Or are you thinking yeah. that that is a little bit of a guy getting a big payday and now you have to worry about him slacking off? Or has he already I, put all the work in? I think he's just
0: that good. I think he's good enough. I'm not worried too much. I'm, I'm more worried about like a Derrick Henry than I would be with the new contract than I am Joe Mixon. I'm just actually, not worried about uh,
1: it. Actually, I totally agree with <laughs> you. Yeah. He actually has some
0: more. He has stuff to prove actually. yet yeah. he, he truly does. He got a deal, but he still has stuff. He still has to prove something. And I think the offense can be better. So Joe Mixon, I think getting him as, I've got him as my second running back at times, which I believe that's why that's why he's my MVP, because he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be one of the top. And I'm getting him as my second, that's a winning move for me. I think that's just a great way to start your your team. You pair, I've paired like Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon all the time. I love that grouping. So Joe Mixon, my MVP for 2020. All right, so. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to breakout, Jeff. Breakout player of the year. Last year you picked Delvin Cook. You were definitely right. I picked Darius Geis. I was definitely not right.
1: (laughs) Doubly Well, now that we look at it now. (laughs) Injury and then, you know, this off the field thing. So that was a a rough one. Um, And I do, I have a couple of guys. I always like write down a, a few different options, but the guy I have decided to go with and I've grown in, confidence as far as what his role is going to be that's kind of what I was like waiting to hear I've always liked him um and he is going to be a rookie but I'm going with Jonathan Taylor I mean I think he was obviously extremely talented back coming off college it was more of you know how is that uh Colts offense going to use him You know, are they going to bring in Hines every time they want to throw the ball? Are they going to try to split it with Mack? I know technically he's still the starter. But I think by the end of the year, Jonathan Taylor is going to show us why he was so good in college. And um, he does have a lot of wear and tear on the tires, if you will. Wisconsin runs the ball a lot in college. Um, But I think he's going to be a beast for the next few years at least. So I went with Jonathan Taylor, actually. But, you know, he was number one on a a short list for me.
0: Yeah, Taylor's – if, if Mac wasn't there, this would be easy. But, It'd be a no-brainer. You're right. Yeah. But you're able to get him as a value, which is awesome too. But I definitely think he can be that good. So my breakout, I went with uh, a guy we've talked about a million times, but I went with Devin Singletary just because <laughs> I think he's going to get up there. Even he's going to, I still believe I'm. You know, the Zach Moss hype has actually probably even gotten more than it was, and I'm just not buying it. I'm. I think Devin Singletary is that good. I think Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach Moss is going to play, and he's probably going to get some goal line looks. But that happens everywhere. I mean, Frank Gore is going to take looks away from Le'Veon Bell. Like it happens everywhere. Um, I'm not worried about it. I think Devin Singletary is a better player. The people that are all saying Zach Moss is a much better player, or he's this good. I mean, how many of them actually saw Zach Moss play in college? You know, <laughs> right. are, yeah. no, I mean, a no, lot of the very stuff. True. A lot he of the stuff I hear is like, no one, no one watched him. They didn't watch him. These no, and a lot studying. of people
1: didn't see Devin Singletary play no, either. I mean, he played he half a year for Buffalo, and exactly. nothing against Buffalo. but
0: Yeah, you know, he looked good in what he did, though, and I think he's going to take another step up and become – I honestly think – I mean, he's getting ranked in the mid-20s right now, but I think he's going to be closer to 10, honestly. I think he's that good. And if he gets a true opportunity, which I still think he will – he's going to be up there. So I'm just, I'm on board with Devin Singletary. I'm not backing down from it.
1: No, I, he was my number two. I I literally was him and Jonathan Taylor. And I was kind of like, you know, we, everyone knows I love Devin Singletary. So I was kind of like, let's introduce the other guy. I don't talk about it (laughs) near as much.
0: All right, Jeff bounce back player of the year. All right.
1: This one was by far the deepest category. I was listing people off left and right, who I think is going to truly bounce back. Um, and my original thought, and I'm hoping I'm not stealing your thunder at all, but my original thought was like, Oh, Todd Gurley. Like I am so all over, but then I looked at the, what it was last year and he ranked 12th as a running back. Yeah. He was and, I was like, that bad. yeah and I was like, it's not even a bounce back. So I couldn't put him up here. And I was kind of like, why was everyone so low on him? But, <laughs> but, um, so if it's not him, I have to go with and talent alone. I have to go with OBJ. So Mayfield was on my list as well, uh, along with OBJ. I think OBJ is the the true talent there. I think, you know, they just showed a, um, a clip of him in practice making a one-handed catch on the sideline from Mayfield, and I was like, okay, all he has to do is be, <laughs> be mediocre, and he's going to be – he will fight for a top 10 wide receiver spot. If he can do that, he'll be fine. So I don't even think he has to be great, but I think he truly will bounce back. He's just – he's too talented to keep him down. So I went OBJ.
0: I did too. I that with Beckham he's, man, it's really gone the other way with people's thoughts on him. Like all of a sudden he's not a good football player. I mean, this guy is amazing. He still is that talented. Just everything went wrong last year in Cleveland. And, you know, I love the fact that we don't hear anything really a bunch about them this year. Like last year, all the hype was Cleveland Browns and how good they were going to be this year. There's just no hype at all about them, which is fine. I'm good with that. I think they might actually be a big surprise and be a lot better than people think. I mean, a lot of this rides on Baker Mayfield, which, I've, I still, I think he could be good if he, um, okay. We've talked about that. We haven't talked about it as much recently, but we did a lot about Baker before is if he just like actually got, I don't think the year before he really concentrated on football too much. He concentrated on the fame of being an NFL quarterback in commercial after commercial. And did he really put the work in? It didn't seem like he put the work in. And I mean, we don't know what he did this offseason but I, if he's going to have a career in the NFL, he better have put the work in. And I just feel like he did. Like, you're not just going to throw away. You, you, I mean, there's just no way you're going to throw away this way. He needs that second contract. That's where you make the money. And he's going to, I think he, he's good enough to get there. So yeah, Odell it, Odell's going to be great because of it.
1: Yeah. And I think um, I was going to say, I'm, I'm in with Baker. I really am. I, he is less safe than a lot and quarterback is deep. Don't get me wrong, but I have a dynasty, uh, dynasty team, right? And uh, quarterback is kind of a premium because you can keep quite a few. Uh, and just on my roster alone, Luck retired and then Big Ben got hurt. Really decimated me. Um, this year in the offseason, just to shore that up, I went out and traded for Baker because obviously people are low on him. I really do think he's going to bounce back. I like what I've heard from him in the few interviews he gave, which are not a lot, which is, you know, thumbs up, good for him. not to uh, put himself out there nearly as much. But, um, I mean, I think one of the big reasons they wanted this guy is because he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He has outperformed everywhere he's gone. And I don't think that one bad year, like, I've seen other quarterbacks that probably didn't deserve to be um, drafted nearly as high go, and then at the first sign of adversity, they completely fall on their face. I think Baker is kind of built for – that limelight, um, as far as, hey, you messed up last year. Like, what are you going to do about it? I, I do think that he is the kind of person that'll bounce back. So, um, he, obviously, I, I put OBJ, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a big believer that it's, it's really Baker, like Mayfield the duo. will bounce back as well.
0: It's really the duo. If Beckham bounces back, it's probably because Baker did too. So, yeah, it's, they're really tying together. All right, let's jump to Deep Sleeper who's your favorite deep sleeper this year last year you actually had a pretty solid pick i know you picked cole beasley who was in the 80s in ranks last year in at wide receiver and he ended up you know being relevant in fantasy and had some good weeks so anytime you pick an actual deep sleeper that's 80th or 90th or that far below and actually does something it's a good pick so who do you have this year
1: this year i'm gonna kind of stick to my guns a little bit and um I'm actually he's currently his ranked as the 64th running back on fantasy pros. And I'm going with Anthony McFarlane. I'm doubling down. Uh, James Conner might be the guy they might. And who knows, maybe they'll trade for Fournette now and it'll screw up everything. Right. But um, right now I'm going to go for Anthony McFarlane. It's a, it's a long shot, but that's what deep sleeper is all about. And I think he could really be a, a piece of that puzzle.
0: Yeah. And I'm not a James Conner fan. Really. I'm, I'm just not. McFarland had some, you know, he's a good talent. He really is. Um, he's, I'm sh Benny Snell didn't show us much last year. Jalen Samuels isn't like a true running back, honestly. McFarland, I think, could get an opportunity. I just, I just don't believe in James Conner. I truly, I really just don't. And McFarland could get that shot. I like picking him up late in drafts, throwing him on your bench. But so I went with a wide receiver here. So. This wide receiver is currently on Fantasy Pros ranked 92nd. His ADP has been jumping, so this, but it's, you know, tap jumping right now. I went with Brian Edwards, the wide receiver from the Raiders. Oh, so I like that one. Yeah, he's still way deep in those ranks. Yeah, his ADP is starting to creep up into the 70s, but this is still pretty deep. But a lot, I mean, he's a good talent. We talked about him after the, in the draft episodes that we liked him. But now Tyrell Williams is out for the season. We just that just uh announced a little bit earlier today. So Tyrell Williams is out for the year. I mean, who are they throwing the ball to? It's
1: Yeah. Uh, and I like that one even more <laughs> to jump on yours, but I, I did not know about Tyrell. I missed that yeah. one today. Yeah, it <laughs> but, just um, happened today. Uh, so. Well, I absolutely love this one even more. What I like about him too is a prototypical type of wide receiver that I think that as much as the Raiders are trying to build themselves into being something else and getting Rugs, I really do believe Rugs is much more like a Hollywood Brown, but on not as big of an offense. So, yeah, he'll have some big plays, but I think he's going to be harder to start because you're not going to know what he's going to do. I think Brian Edwards could be that possession guy that is much more available to everyone. So I really like the pick, right?
0: Yeah. I, this is a good one. It's, it's, it's Edwards and it's Ruggs and it's Hunter Renfro. That's who they got to throw the ball to.
1: Actually, I Hunter think Renfro he, might be a, could, a PPR he, darling by the end of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really truly. He could be there too. So I, I think this is a, uh, I think Brian Edwards is a good pick to get late in your drafts as well.
1: Actually, that actually does really change a lot of things too. And this is why I like Waller as well. I mean, I didn't like throw him number one, but why he's like in my top five, because there's so many targets that are just available there.
0: I'm looking at Brian Edwards is available in the, the other auction we just did the other day, but I don't, I don't have anybody I want to drop for him. (laughs) I know know
1: when you get that low.
0: that sucks. All right. Last category of the night always the fun one unexpected bust we always yeah. get the most hate for this
1: <laughs> yeah well believe me i'm i'm going big today oh are
0: you going yeah. about, what are you going with here
1: all right and just to re- reference this i was i, I did Levian last year and i it believe was... in the for most intense purposes i was i was correct i oh, mean yeah, he yeah. wasn't was... like the worst but they were drafting him in you know the top 10 he was more like 20 so whatever this one is more of hey you're not going to finish you know, where you should, pretty much. Yep. And the one that I believe is going to be an unexpected bust and is going to cost you a lot more than he's worth this year. And I'm going out on a limb with this, but hear me out before you freak out. I'm <laughs> going to go Chris Godwin. All right. I'm, I thought Craig would have a much more guttural, guttural well, reaction. I, I, can, I can see it. I'm not like, okay. gonna be, I, I think
0: one of those two, Godwin or Evans, I could see one of them for sure. Yeah. So Godwin, here's my, here's Godwin my thinking. Is number five right
1: now. It's kind of Exactly. Crazy. Here's my thinking. So like you said, Chris Godwin is number five. You are expecting really big things out of him I and mean, you have to spend a very high quality draft pick or a lot of money in order to get him. Uh, last year they had Jameis Winst- Jameis Winston who threw the ball all the time, right? For good or bad, it didn't matter, but that actually helps wide receivers out a ton. He threw what? 33 touchdowns. He threw for nearly 5,000 yards. They had no run game. And they're, because of all of this, their defense was up and down. They're crazy inconsistent. I believe that bringing Tom Brady in, not only hey, – maybe, maybe his arm is still as strong. We'll just say it is, but, you know, whatever. Um, even with that, you also brought in Gronk. You also have another year of O.J. Howard. You, also, you still have Evans. And you drafted Vaughn and you got LaShawn Le- McCoy. So even if that, that running game improves slightly, which is pretty darn easy, <laughs> even if they involve slightly, and the touchdowns become a little more watered down for everyone involved because, first of all, Tom Brady doesn't throw just to one person. Yeah, he has like a safety blanket with whether it be Gronk or Edelman or something like that. But now you're going to have anyone can t- catch a touchdown. Anyone can do a lot of these things, right? So, And I also don't think he's going to throw for 5,000 yards. No, 4,800, whatever Jameis Winston was. So already you're diluting touchdowns and yardage across the board uh, because it's going to go to a bunch of different people. And if, say, a, a very, it, it'll still be a good year, don't get me wrong, but last year, what, uh, what do you have, 9 and 1,300 yards, I believe Chris Godwin had. Yeah. I mean, even if you just dip that to 1,007, you were getting closer to wide receiver number 20, rather than, you know, wide receiver one, which is kind of what people, you know, his upside is. Um, And I I completely agree that he does have that kind of upside. But with that team and that quarterback and their biggest thing is winning, not giving Godwin the ball, I believe that he could be an unexpected bust of the year.
0: I, I don't think it's crazy. I just don't. Everyone just assumes Brady can still throw the ball, which... How many times have we actually seen it from a 43 year old quarterback? We um, haven't. Have we ever? I don't think we
1: have. I yeah. mean, and, and, and once again, Jordan. don't get me wrong, because if you went 1,000 yards and six touchdowns, um, you know, you're talking about like Cortland Sutton from last year, Stefan Diggs, John Brown, like they were around there. You're still going to be good, but it's funny how quickly you fall off and you are not in that, you know, that top tier discussion. Yep.
0: All right. I'm going to go with my unexpected bust, which I don't think it, this isn't that crazy. I don't think I've gone too nuts, but it is still a guy who is getting picked as um, either a uh, back in running back one or an early running back two. And I went with Kenyon Drake. I I went, I mean, I was on this last week with Trending down. He he says he's healthy. Maybe he's healthy. I I'm not even as worried about that. I just I've not seen enough from Kenyon Drake. And we, I've gone over his stats multiple times where, like, the numbers we remember are really in just a couple of games. It's just a couple of games just boosted his numbers. And that's all we've seen from him, though, in his whole career that shows us he's any good. I mean, he had some flashes in Miami, you know, and then he had the, then obviously then he flashed in the end of last year a little bit. But the, I've seen that from a million running backs. It happens all the time. Remember Alex Collins? He was good for a year. And then he's terrible. And remember Jonas Gray? Jonas Gray was good for a game, and then he was terrible. (laughs) There's people everywhere. Peyton Hillis was good for a year, and then he never showed up again. It happens all the time. I'm not saying Drake's that. I just don't, there's no way I can, I feel like I can draft Kenyon Drake as, which some people have done it as their number one running back, which is crazy to me. And he, all the, you know, best case, he's your number two. And I just don't love that pick. I just, I just don't love it. I, I'm the, Chase Edmonds. I think could play. Chase Edmonds could get a chance. He looked good in that in the time he did get last year, the game or two before he got hurt. Eno Benjamin, I really think could actually do something. Um, Eno Benjamin could be a deep sleeper pick. I'm just not on board with Kenyon Drake really right now. There's too many question marks. Not enough, not enough true history of seeing him play well, and possible injury that's going to linger. And then capable running backs behind him, who I think honestly couldn't actually play. So all of that, I'm just not on board with Ken and Drake and would not surprise me at all if he's a bust this year. So
1: there we go. He's definitely a dangerous player. So I, I could get yep. behind that. So, all right. That
0: is going to do it then for our awards for this season. So once again, if you heard the beginning of the show, auction draft, we're doing an auction draft Thursday night, 930 Eastern. We have eight listener spots available to join me and Jeff. Really, you're just helping us prep for our draft on Sunday. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> but we're going to play this league out. We, <laughs> we're going to play this thing out. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. I actually we don't do enough of um, actual dra- auction drafts that are not keeper related. So it's, it's good to get into an auction draft. That's actually just even, even across the board and see what happens. So if you want a spot in that, once again, go to, go to iTunes, Apple podcast, give us a five-star review. Then also go to youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Click the subscribe button. Make sure it is fantasy football profit and subscribe to us with that. And then send us a screenshot of both of those and you can send it to Instagram, instagram.com slash football profit. You can email us fantasy football profit at gmail.com Twitter the, at the FF profit. Any of those things, send us those screenshots. You'll be entered for a spot to get the league. We will, um, this is coming out, What? this is going to be early. early, This is Wednesday. Now it'll be Wednesday. The episode comes out, get those in. We're hoping then by see how many people come through and by Wednesday night, I want to start getting. So one day, that's going to be a quick thing. One day, get those in. I'm going to get some spots. So it really could end up being a first come first serve type thing. So get in, get your spots. We'll get you in. So that will do it for today's episode. We'll talk to you guys next time.